Get ready to talk sports with Daryl. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver. Daryl knows the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now here's Daryl. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Man, what a what a weekend. What a weekend. I went to the University of Florida, Miami game in Orlando, which is only about an hour and 15 minutes away from home, which was a really, really good. Closest home, closest Miami game I ever see, in, um, unless they're playing in Jacksonville at the, um, the Gator Bowl. But however, I don't like to use that word, but no, however, Miami did a lot of things that, um, that I was really, really impressed with. I love the new offense. I think we're going to do a lot of good things with the new offense. A lot of good things are going to happen with this new offense that we have. However, I got to the game quite early because I knew it was going to be a big game. I wanted to have a good spot in the parking lot with some friends, my cousins, actually. I took all of them, not all of them, but I took a lot of them with me. As you know, we talked about this on the show a while back. I had a family reunion, and... Some of my closest relatives went to the game with me. My cousin Al, um, Jamie, um, Zenas, Philip, and his wife. Um, Al had his wife with him as well. My wife Monica was there. Uh, and we actually was one of my teammates, former teammates, Willie Smith, who was on the sideline during the game. Uh, he, he had an extra ticket, so my cousin Jamie's daughter was ex- was able to go to the game with us. Oh, uh, we had a we had a really really good time. It was eight in our party, and um, <laughs> for some reason, for some reason, I don't know. Uh, one of my cousins here apparently he hadn't been to a game with that magnitude with that many people around, but he seemed to want to get in fights with about four people, and all of them seemed to be Florida Gator fans for some reason. I don't know, but we dealt with that, and uh, we all got in. And this new situation with the tickets now, where your tickets are on the phone, you have to download a a a a scan, and then they scan your tickets on the phone, and then you can transfer tickets to other people. Man, this is a really, and I guess they do this so you can't scout tickets. However, some people had paper tickets at the game. I'm not sure how all of this is going to work. I don't really like this part of it. But, however, uh, when I go to University of Miami games, because I am a former player, we don't have to deal with a lot of this stuff. We go in one gate, and you, you get a ticket. You don't even really get a ticket. You get a wristband. You go straight upstairs in an, F, in an elevator all the way up to the, to the skybox where it's just you and former players. And it's a beautiful thing. It's an air-conditioned room. It's on the second level. And you get to view the whole field from the end zone. You got free food and you got drinks in there that you have to pay for. But it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful way to watch a game. However, going to this game and going with my, my relatives, closest relatives, uh, we didn't really get the most expensive tickets. Uh, our tickets were very, we got them at a very, very good rate through the university. And I think thank the university for that. But uh, we were sitting like above... You, I'm sitting above the scoreboard at watching this game. Now you talking about you can see the whole field. Yes, you can see the whole field. You could, you, you, you almost had a duck from helicopters uh, flying over the game, man. I mean, it was ridiculous. But we were up there. Wow, I, I'm telling you, I had, I had to be no more than eight, 
eight boxes, eight um, steps from the top of the stadium. And the University of Florida, I, I applaud them for the victory. But um, University of Miami, they didn't. They they got they lost that game. I mean, really, you, you're talking about a game that the University of Miami lost. They didn't necessarily get beat. They lost. They didn't play very well. University of Miami. Uh, I saw some things on the offensive line that we really got to rectify very quickly. I mean, very quickly, because I think we're going to see guys that are um, as good or better than the Gators' defensive line. So I know we really have to get our offensive line up to par very quickly. Uh, I I, I see improvements from last year. Yeah, I saw some improvement. Um, But we really got to make some – we got we to gotta clarify some techniques. It's more of a technical thing for our offensive line than it is a, a physical thing. I don't think they got out physical as much as they really got out technique. I, I'll tell you right now, I played with two tackles. Um, uh, I, Paul Burchiselli was on one side and um, – and um, Maurice Maddox was on the other side. I don't know if they were tackles, but one was a tackle and one was a guard. I think Maurice was a guard. And Maurice had to wear a big old neck roll to look like he was 280 pounds because he was really struggling holding on to 265 pounds. And I'm telling you, he went up against some horses like Jerome Brown and uh, Jimmy Johnson. And uh, no, Jimmy Jones, I mean, defensive lineman for the University of Miami. Um, and Derwin Jones. Uh, Russell, Maryland. So he went up against some horses, man. And this guy struggled to hold on to 265 pounds. But my point is, his techniques were so good that he you never got into his body. And he had a he had, he didn't necessarily have a low center of gravity, but he kept a base that was so solid, and he could move his feet and shuffle his hands. He, he was hard to beat. So it's not the size always it's how you work with what you have it's how you work with what you have and we as offensive linemen always have that advantage because we know the snap count now when we get deep in the game when when you get deep in the snap count and we get deep in the, sh- in the game clock like we did on several occasions university of miami our quarterback williams um jaron williams he got into this clock deep and what I mean is you can't go in motion when you have 12 and 11 seconds left on the clock because sometimes you're going in motion all the way across the field. It just doesn't work. You got to know. You got to see the clock. You know, you got to see the clock, and you can't afford to take those kind of penalties. Hey, I think we got um, hey, we got Scott on the line. Scott, what's going on, buddy? What's Make happening, Scott? Girl? Yeah, yeah, I was at the game. Were you at the game? Yeah, yeah, I made. I took my boys down there. Uh, it it was a, a, a game, but it was a sloppy one. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> on a both sides. Game. Uh, I I I said before the game even started, it's going to come down to our offensive line, and I, I feel that's that's what it took. Was uh, it came down to the offensive line? Yeah. Hey, well, I tell you this, uh, Scott. You know, um, when when our offensive line, they're, they're young. You have to credit, say that about them. But we can't keep using those kind of excuses for um, for players. You know what I mean? We if if they're ready, 
if they're ready to be on the field, they have to be prepared. And I just didn't see some of these guys on our offensive line prepared for that big game. And maybe it was the game was too big for some of those guys. Yeah, I, I really think it is. Uh, it was uh, against a, a team like Florida with a defense like that. I think, uh, you know, we, we got to uh, uh, roll with them and let them. I, I think it's going to get a little easier for them because they're not going to face a defense like, you know, for, right away like they did with Florida. It was kind of, you know, uh, a challenge for them, but uh, it, was, uh, it seemed to be too much because, you know, a lot of people were talking about, you know, our receivers. Well, if the quarterback can't get the ball to the receivers because of uh, no protection, it's not the receiver's fault. You know, right. it, it starts right there at that front line. Whenever I coached Pop Warner, uh, that's what I built first was uh, an offensive line. And that's just yeah. what you got to do. And, and I know the boys are young, and but, you know, they just got – they'll get better. Uh uh, I have confidence in it, and uh, I, I wasn't disappointed in the loss. I was uh, uh, happy that we were stayed in it pretty much the whole game. Well, I was very happy that we, we stayed in it the whole game. And um, I saw some things at the end of the game where we had an opportunity to, um, to really to win that game. You know, the, the one turnover when Carter got, I got that interception and ran it down pretty deep, and I think we had a penalty on, um, on Blades. You know, that, that hurt. But, you know, it was some other things, too. We had the ball with 30 seconds left to go in the game, and, um, and we just couldn't protect our quarterback. We, he ended up taking, holding the ball, taking, taking um, sacks, and that was critical. So uh, it was some things in that game that, that – it was some plays in the game that, we, you know, we wish we had back. But uh, this is Manny Diaz's first, first, first outing as head coach. So uh, I'd have to say um, I'd give him a grade of at least a B-plus on his first outing against the Gators. I, I would uh, definitely agree with you. Uh, uh, like I say, you know, uh, in, in the whole – after the game, when you're leaving, you know, the Florida fans really couldn't say a whole lot because, uh, uh, you know, hey, we were in it all the way to the end. And, uh, you know, first-year coach, uh, freshman, uh, uh, and I'm not making excuses. It is what it is. But we're, we're going to get better. There's no doubt. Uh, I like what I saw, and I think most Miami fans say the same thing. They like what they saw. Uh, you know, you got a, a quarterback that, that looked like he's our, our future. Uh, so uh, uh, I, I was, uh, uh, you know, I, I felt great about it. Hey, I like I like what I saw too, Scott. Hey, Scott, we got Reggie holding on for us, man. We're gonna try to let him talk to us a little bit. Thanks for calling. Don't be a stranger, and I'll see you down at the U. Go Canes. Go Canes. Hey, Josh, we got Reggie on the line. What's going on, Reggie? Reggie, what's happening? Vince, what's going on? Yes, how you doing, Mr. Oliver? Hey, man, we doing good, man. I, well, I, I'll honestly tell you, I'm not doing so well, to be, to, to be honest with you. You know, um, I had a coach once, bless his uh, rest in peace, my coach, running back coach, Joe Broski. He coached some of the greatest running backs ever come through the University of Miami. I'm talking about from the Otis Anderson days and Chris Hobbs, Smokey Roan, Alonzo Highsmith, Melvin Bratton, Warren Williams, <clears throat> even coach, even coach yours truly. But um, 
He used to be sick after a loss. I mean, literally, he he looked like he looked like he had a bad hangover, and he was almost like he had the flu or something after after we lost the game. And I I really felt bad losing a game because I know how he looked after a, after a loss. And I can truly say we didn't have very many losses at the University of Miami, and I think that was one of the reasons. Is because we know if we had a loss, man, Coach Broski looked like looked like he was he looked like he was on his last leg or, or pneumonia, or flu or something. And um, um, <laughs> Coach Broski ended up being a coach for the um, Dallas Cowboys. Uh, and when Jimmy Johnson left to coach with the Dallas Cowboys, he went with Coach Don Johnson to coach the uh, Dallas Cowboys. But um, what's happening with you, Vince? I feel proud of the game. I was just wondering. I see you feel kind of beat out still from the game, but they they uh they took a fight. They 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 fought, and I say to myself, I say if Florida go and they want to be the number one team, like people give them the credit that they are. They didn't show me nothing if they think about going down to Alabama and to Clemson. Uh, they 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 let a team like Miami. With all these freshmen playing the game, I can imagine if Miami had seniors around there. You know what I mean? At them position where the coach was special on the offensive line. You know what I'm saying? That in Florida should have the game should have wiped out. Really, should they been close? If they supposed to be the way they predict the game, but that's that 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 pride came in there. That the one thing I will say. University of Miami brought the U out. They did bring the U out. They they played with a lot of pride and stamina and let the fans know they own something and they're going to be great this year. They're going to go to a good bowl and they're going to win it. I really believe that. I love your confidence, Vince. I love it, man. I love it. Love I really it, love believe it. that. And you know, and you're right. The Gators got some got some work ahead of them. You know, they play Kentucky, they play um, Tennessee, they play Auburn, LSU, um, Georgia, Missouri, and Florida State. You know, they got a real tough schedule ahead of them. You know, University of Miami. And they got all seniors. Yeah, they they do have a lot of they got a lot of seniors on that team. But um, hey, I I how do you feel about the quarterback at uh at the University of Miami? Did he did he live up to what you thought he could? I could do? I I think I think he won the job. He deserved that job. He played a hell of a ball. Like you say, all the problem he have, he got to can't can't got to get time to throw it. But he's still young. He got a couple um um like like um uh, what you call it the thirty second. Penalized. He got penalized 30 seconds, but that's yeah, all yeah. in being young. He's just a freshman. That's just being a freshman. Like you say, you got to watch the watch. You can't have to go in motion with 11 seconds on the clock when you're doing all that moving around and, and not paying attention to the to the clock. You, that's, where he, that's, that's one step he got to work on, which he'll work on that this week. And I think he gonna get, they can't go no worse than what they played, trust me. That's the worst game I think they ever played, which they ain't played no more yet. But I guarantee you, it ain't going to get no worse than that. And that's for a fact. And so whoever comes to play to you, better remember they in a dog fight. I don't care where they coming from. Because them young boys are scrappy. They, they, I, they, they, they bring themselves. They, they deal with Michael Tolum. It's not the shoes. It's the you. 
<laughs> it's ill to you. That's that's uh, what it's about when you go to University of Miami. It ain't the shoes. It ain't you. It ain't nothing about how you wear it. It ain't about that gold chain. It's about that you on that helmet. You got to represent it. And one thing about it, y'all got so many and represent it. And you know, I was just taking a look at um that Utah game and that um that um USC game. And I'm sitting there thinking about USC. They they got they they were showing someone's speed when I'm watching this game right the other night, and and when they're showing the speed and stuff, then I'm saying to you see just as was just as good as University of Miami, and then just that people don't realize USC don't put out all kind of high level trophy winners then tailbikes, running bikes, quarterbikes, receivers in the NFL just as much as Miami ever did. And I think people don't really realize that. They don't think about that. They think about the Clemson and Alabama right now, but you wouldn't believe see Miami and Clemson, Clemson just getting back on the map. But between USC and, and, and University of Miami and Alabama, they get the most ever probably in the field. You're right. You're exactly right, Vincent. And when you think about some of the greats, you know, I'm talking about uh, players like O.J. Simpson, Marcus Allen, just to name a few of the Heisman Trophy winners. Uh, Reggie Bush, a name a few of the Heisman, Heisman Trophy winners. Um, and I can't, and I'm, and it, on the tip of my tongue is, um, is uh, Anthony White, I think his name was, who won the Heisman Trophy. So, Vince, it's been some out there in Ohio State, and not Ohio State, but USC. But we got to get out of here. Thanks for calling. We got to take a commercial break. And when we got back, we get back. We got Reggie Sutton. He going to give us a little info on what's happening at the University of Miami. We'll be right back after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England. Along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week. And each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio. Live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com
You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, in that game on Saturday, University of Miami lost 20-24 to to University of Florida Gators. Well, our, our freshman quarterback, um, Jaron Williams, 19 of 30, 214 yards. And uh, Felipe Franks, 17 of 27 for 254 yards, two TDs, and two interceptions. Well, uh, our quarterback had no interceptions. Uh, one touchdown and no interceptions. So um, we got Reggie on the line. Reggie, former player, University of Miami. What's up, Reggie? Can you hear me? Reggie, yeah, you with us? What's going yeah. on, buddy? Yeah, 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 I'm here. Yeah, I just wanted to say uh, I was listening to the quarterback stats just then, and I didn't realize uh, we we had uh, zero interceptions. And that's that's a that's, that's that's one of the main things you ask your quarterbacks uh, not to do. I mean, yeah, to do, and that's <laughs> to turn the ball over. And yeah. he didn't turn it over, and unfortunately, he held on the ball too long. But those are the things that are coachable. Right. Those are the things that are coachable. So right. so once the uh, coaches, offensive coordinator, which we do have a good one this year, uh, once he gets uh, – uh, Williams in, in, in the uh, meeting room and start letting him watch some film, he can correct those mistakes. He can correct those mistakes. But overall, I think I, I was I was happy that we, we, we fought. We fought. And we not only did we fight, we had a chance to win that, that battle. But unfortunately, we came out on the short end of the stick. But um, we, we, we're going to get better, you know, by us not being ranked at all. I see a whole lot of uh, hope as far as uh, uh, winning winning uh, quite a few games. Hey, I think we can even win the uh, ACC. Uh, uh, our part, uh, the, I think we're in the ACC East, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, we can win that. I don't okay. see no other team that can. I don't. I really, me personally, I don't see no team that can beat us. I mean, uh, stop us as far as winning our, our division. In the ACC, you know, and, we, and once we win it, then we'll we'll cross that bridge at whoever our opponent will be. <laughs> but as far as winning it, I, I see a lot of hope that that uh, there's a good chance we can win the ACC oh, and be yeah. in the ACC championship. Um, it's a good chance we could really just we could <laughs> run the schedule. I mean, compared to what the Gators got to go through, um, Tennessee. I just we just talked about it. Tennessee, Auburn, LSU, um, Florida mm-hmm. State, uh, South Carolina, mm-hmm. and, it was, and it's some, right. one more out there that the Gators got to deal with. And when you look at us, we yeah. got and, North and, Carolina, and Bethune, Cookman, Central Michigan, mm-hmm. um, Virginia mm-hmm. Tech, Virginia, and, Georgia. And I'm Tech. not I'm not even talking about the SEC. I'm right now. I'm talking about I I um the ACC. You know. Yeah, um, you're right. And and here's a good thing too. Um, if you want, if you gonna lose a game, it's best to win. Win early, early. You you know you lose that game early. Get that get that out your system. Cause that you go back to the '83 season. We lost the first game. 
but we ran the table after that. So if you want to lose, and it put us in a position because we didn't lose anymore, it put us in a position to play for a national championship. And who did we lose to? We lost to Florida. The Gators. And it it was it, yeah, we lost to the Gators. And it was it was it was worse than what these guys uh, yeah. uh lost by, <laughs> by this past this past weekend. So yeah. there is a lot of hope that I see. There's a lot of hope that I have in these guys and man and Coach Diaz turning this thing around. But these guys gonna have to want it. They're gonna have to get in these meetings and get on that practice field. And they're going to have to pay attention in the meetings, and they're going to have to work hard and practice. And you, we can easily flip this around because they, you don't want to lose late in the season, especially to a rival. And another good thing about that game, it wasn't, it wasn't a division game. It wasn't even in our division. It wasn't an important game. All games to me are important. Don't get me wrong. But it won't count against us, I hope, later on, if we can run the table one week at a time. So there's 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 some there's some good things uh that can happen from from from, from this loss. I, I, w- I would agree with that, Reggie. You know, and I like that. I I, I love your point of view. And I'm not gonna yeah. lie to yeah. you. Yeah. And yeah. um and, and and we lost to the Gators by like twenty five points in the opener. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you know, and I, I know it was many, many years ago, but it, it was a, it was an early loss. It was the first loss, and after that, we came and and each week that we won, especially when we started playing teams that were ranked, teams that uh, 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 ESPN and all those other uh, uh, AP polls and UPI polls had high expectations. To give you an example, like Florida. Like West Virginia. Yeah. We, we knock them out. We shut them out. Yeah. They beat us 28 to 3. Mm hmm. Yeah. yeah they and beat the us next, 28 next to 3. We beat Houston 29 to 7. Here's, here's, we beat Purdue right, 35 right. zip. Mm-hmm. We beat Notre Dame 20 to nothing. Be right, Duke, West Virginia. Those were two teams. Notre Dame and West Virginia. I think well, the time we played Notre Dame, they were ranked number four. Yeah, you they were ranked number and four. Well, yeah, they said at the thing, time they was ranked Florida, number 13. After Florida beat us, they got, it got later. They went undefeated late in the season. And I believe it was Auburn that they lost to. In the and they knocked them out. They lost to Auburn, I think, yeah. yeah. And then Auburn turned around and lost. And it put us right in the driver's seat to play for the national championship. Yeah. So, so you hey, don't know how the teams are going to turn yeah, as far yeah, as yeah. other teams. You don't know what's going to happen with other teams, and that's that's not that's not their concern. That's not our concern. Our concern is to take care of our business, which is which are the teams that are on our schedule, beat them, and then let the chips fall. Right. Right. That's exactly what it got. Yeah. Because we can't do anything yeah. about anybody else's schedule now. But we we can do right. we can do a whole lot about that um that ACC uh, ACC West our right. schedule. You know. Definitely from this point on. And like right. I said, it's good to, if you're gonna lose a game, it's better to lose early than to lose late. Because you can be a super team, a great team. If you get that loss and you get it late in the season, 
it's gonna mess it, it's gonna mess up the polls. Yeah, it's gonna mess I, up I the positioning of where you where you be ranked. And now they didn't have it when we were playing, but now that they have this this uh, committee that who decides who gonna go to the the playoffs, you gotta you gotta just control. You gotta take care of what you can control. Control what you can control, and that's your schedule. And what I mean by that is take care of business of every opponent that you face week after week. You know, I really like the fact that Miami uh, went out of conference and played a a, a school from one of the biggest schools in the SEC, the Florida Gators. Right. And I think that shows a lot of character. You know, hey, you know, we ain't scared right. to play nobody. You know, we, 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 when we yep. played, we were independent. Yep. University of Miami. We yep. played anybody yep. and everybody. That's why when you see That's our right. record back in That's the day, right. we played Notre Dame, played Purdue. We didn't care who we played, That's right. man. You know? And you know what else, too, Dad? It's good that we played them. You know why? Because they're such a powerhouse. In the SEC, they're 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 a a great team in the SEC, which a lot of people, including myself, think that's the toughest conference in football in college football. Yeah, you know, and and so so I said that to say this that if we do win our win the rest of our games, and then they have to start making decisions. Well, uh, uh, Miami ain't played because you know they're gonna. Try to holler. We don't. We don't. Our strength of schedule is not that tough. But look at how we played for. We should have. We should have won that game. We had a couple opportunities to win that game. So they going They can't say that Florida just dominated us. Cause in my opinion, had we done some things, eliminated some uh, 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 um, penalties, some some unsportsmanlike conduct, the the muff punt, and we had them. Yeah, we I think you're right. We had them where we, we wanted them. Yeah. 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 You know, penalties, a lot of sacks, guys the quarterback should have thrown the ball away maybe. You know, it's just some little things, and I agree with you. When we look at right. the film, we're going to see where we didn't lose this game. We almost came, we like, gave, gave it, away. it away because we yeah. just do, we didn't do away. some little yeah. things. And like I was talking about earlier in the show, Reggie, you remember Maurice Maddox. He, he wasn't the of biggest. Course. But boy, he had some techniques and some long arms that you couldn't get Man. close to him. To, 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 when, you were not yeah, Maurice was a hell of he was a hell of a guard. Maurice was a, a guard. He was an athlete that played an offensive athlete. guard. Yes, he was an athlete, and he was he was he wasn't he wasn't your your typical type guard as far as height and weight. But he did his job, and he did. He his had good. the height. He was about six three. Yeah, you know, yeah. I'm, I'm, but now these guys six four, okay, six five, right. six okay. seven. Okay, as far as the know. weight, I'll say the weight part. As right. far as the weight, but he 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 protected he protected uh, uh, Chester Verde. I'm gonna tell you this: his man was not gonna beat you. You know, his <laughs> you didn't have to worry about Maurice man getting back man, to the right. quarterback. Right. If, if he didn't had, have to double team anybody, in, you didn't have to double team Maurice's man. Yes. And, yeah. and he was he had a little nasty streak in him too. But when you're a little undersized and, and people look at you like that, you gotta do everything. If how's that thing right. go? If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. You know, and, and he did everything he could to do his job with with um with what he had. So I well, think some he, of these guys he, well, and, and what with that had. what I'm really saying is that if there was a technique, Maurice used it. You were you you were not yeah. gonna out technique him. 
And some right. of these guys on Saturday night, they got out technique. You know, I look at our left tackle, and some cases when you're looking at his defensive end, he's so wide, you know he's trying to speed rush you outside. You have to back up with your inside foot. You cannot back up with your right outside foot because now you're almost crossing over, and it's not going to work. You have to back up with your inside foot, set yourself, and hope you want him to come down inside. But it is some techniques that I like. Like you said, it's some things we're going to be able to look at on tape and make mm-hmm. some adjustments. And um, and it's going to be a, it's, it's going to be a different outlook. Because I can, I can bet you right now, Daryl, those guys watched that film either yesterday or today, probably today, and they're sick because we did some. So we made some cost. We made some mistakes that cost us. We made some costly mistakes, and that, yes. they're going to see it. And 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 you know, as a player, sometimes man, you you can't you can't stop thinking about the coulda, shoulda, woulda, but yeah. you can learn from it. You can learn from it. And I said this to you earlier, Dale, when I talked to you earlier today, man. I don't know where our keyhole is, but if I was Coach Diaz, I would I would reach out to uh, Coach Keyhole. I mean. I don't know who's coaching the offensive line or maybe, but I mean, bring him in there some help. Cause coach Keogh, I'm going to tell you when he coached, we had, we had some linemen that were just average or uh, uh, linemen, but Keogh bought the best out of them. He gave yes, them some techniques. You were, you were talking about techniques early. Keogh gave some techniques that helped a lot of guys, uh, uh, prosper and, 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 uh, and, and become better linemen. And go simply on to the NFL. Yeah, yes. simply and because of the Yeah, I'm taught. trying to tell you. Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. and I, I heard that he wasn't coaching, and if that's true, if I was Coach Diaz, now this is just my personal opinion. I can't tell nobody what to do or how to do, but I believe he would help. Coach Keogh would help our, our offensive line improve. Hey, Reggie, and I, I, know I know one thing. Art Kehoe was a heck of an offensive line coach when he was at University man. of Miami. Yes, you know, he was. He was a motivator. He was an instructor. He was a disciplinarian. He was all that at the University of Miami as a coach, as a person, and even as a player when he played. Yeah, and, 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 and I, yes, I, he was. Yeah, heck of yeah, a coach, so, heck of a player, undersized player. So you know he he had to do yeah. it all. You know, yeah, yeah. and, and, and he, he loves the one University of Miami on this wing. You know, when Coach yeah. Wise he was loves the head the coach, coach of Miami. Yeah, and uh, Coach yeah. Kehoe got his tutelage from Tony Wise, who became a, a Dallas Cowboy offensive That's line Cowboy, coach, yeah. Chicago Bears That's offensive right. line three, coach. Three, yeah, and two or three times Super Bowl champion. Yeah, yeah, two or three times Super Bowl champion at Dallas. Exactly. Art Kehoe. Uh, That's who we get. Yeah, I don't know if he was there with Tony Wise. Arts coach. Yeah, Art Kehoe. Yeah. Hey, well, Reggie, man, I'm going to tell you, um, I really saw a lot of good things in the game, too. I saw some things I didn't like. Uh, I, I, I'm going to say it to you as a former player, one former player to another. Um, I don't think the kid number 18 should have touched the field, you know, uh, especially at wide receiver. You know, at one point in the game, it's 30 seconds left to go in the game. It was mm-hmm. about maybe 40 seconds left to go in the game. And we threw a pass late mm-hmm. over the middle. And I'm talking mm-hmm. about we throwing this to um to this kid, Martel, as a wide mm-hmm. receiver. He hasn't played wide mm-hmm. receiver no more than a, a, a couple of weeks in his whole life. Now, we got some <laughs> of the best wide receivers 
in the nation on this team. You know, as far as mm-hmm. I'm concerned. So I don't I don't mm-hmm. see how in the world we could have thrown the ball to Martell as a receiver when we got Mike Harley and we got Jeff Thomas, uh KJ Osborne, Brian Hightower, Mark Pope, D. Wiggins, D. Wiggins caught that caught that same pass for a touchdown in the game. And if we were throwing to somebody, we need to throw it to somebody. If we're going to go up for a 50-50 ball late in the game on one-on-one coverage, throw it to one of the guys that have a chance to get the ball on a 50-50. Mm-hmm. That kid, Martell, right. had no chance of catching that ball mm-hmm. where Wiggins, Wiggins would have had an opportunity to catch that pass. Hightower would have had an opportunity. Mike Harley would have went up for it. Jeff Thomas would have went up for it. K.J. Osborne would have went up for it. I just don't mm-hmm. see how in the world that uh, Martell, our backup mm-hmm. quarterback, um, is actually out there trying to make a um, take That's Martell. Who that is out there. He's a backup quarterback that they threw the ball well, to. Yeah, with 30 seconds left to go. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I, I'm uh, still, I'm, I'm, I, you know, and I know that they're probably feeling the same way you you you're feeling right now about that decision to throw the ball to a backup quarterback at such a crucial time in the game, knowing that the you know it was a it was a it was it was, it was a desperation uh, 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 play that you know in order to keep the drive alive or even to win the game and then you make a decision to do it right there. That's, I agree with you. I, I don't know. Hey, Reggie, we got to take a commercial break, man. We got some more callers trying to get in. Hey, don't be a okay. stranger. Okay. We're here every Monday, man. Give us a call. Okay, absolutely. Talk to you later. All right. No Bye. doubt. Peace. Hey, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we're going to talk a little bit more about stats from this University of Miami, Florida Gators game Saturday night. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. Voiceamerica.com. Thank you. 
You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Hey, we got Damon on the line. Damon, what's going on, buddy? Hey, how's it going, Dale? Hey, man, I'm I'm loving life, man. A little disappointed in the game on um on Saturday. You know, I thought the University of Miami uh, had a chance to win that game. I was up there in the stadiums, like I was saying earlier, man. I um I I was up so high in that stadium, I was above this this the uh the the big old jumbotron. You know, I'm looking down at the jumbotron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hey. boy, I was definitely. I mean, they said the nosebleed. I was up there, baby. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, I had a great time. I had, I really had a good time, a real good time. Yup. Yeah, I can hear it yep. in your voice, man. You can hear it in my voice that I had a great time at that game. Um, but um, but hey, and and I really think the University of Miami had an opportunity to win that game late in the game too. Yeah. I really do too because because um, it was up to them to lose and they end up doing that. But Florida didn't really show me nothing either. But you know, just like uh, I know they got the new turnover chain or whatever, but it was something more infamous than that. When you get to the fourth quarter, they hold those four fingers up, and they yeah. mean business after that. But they they mm-hmm. let it, they let the opportunity go. Yep. Yep. They 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 missed that opportunity. Yeah. So you know, um, I I I really uh, Michael Irvin said it best. He said we didn't we didn't necessarily lose this game. Um, we Florida didn't win this game. We 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 pretty much just lost this game. We had an opportunity, and and I would have to say with a with a quarterback probably with a little bit more experience, I think we would have won this game. You know, I think this quarterback here next year with a little little bit more experience would have won this game. He wouldn't have he wouldn't have had so many penalties. And and I'm talking about the the, the delay of game um um uh, clock management. Clock, clock management. Um I I know he wouldn't have taken some of those sacks that he took, you know. So I think he would have played a lot better. He he's going to play a lot better as he gets as he gets um uh, a little bit older. And when you look true. at it, though, that's his first game jitter. Um, he got that out of the way. Now he know what to expect. And, you know, think better things going to come of him. Yeah. So, hey, and I, and I, I would agree with you, you know. Yeah. And I think we got a lot of good things to look forward to from um, – from him, I, I, I just, I just really do. You know, when you when you recap, um, the, the, when you look at the scores from uh, the box scores from this game, you know, this kid threw thirty. Hey, he threw thirty passes for two hundred and fourteen yards. You know, those are bad. And those are not bad numbers. With uh, Felipe, he threw seventeen or twenty-seven. You know, for two hundred and fifty-four, two interceptions, two touchdowns. Uh, Darren, uh, Jaron Williams had. One and one touchdown, no interceptions, and nineteen of thirty. That's not bad. And when we look at the rushing from this game, you know, um, 
We we outrushed the Gators. We had 87 yards rushing. They had 52 yards rushing. Now, the thing is, Jerry Williams had minus 44 yards rushing. You understand what I'm saying? Because of the sacks. So, yeah. Think, yeah. If you add that to the, to the, to the rushing, we, we had, what, 139 yards in rushing? We, we would have had if he just hadn't taken so many sacks. And um, and when we and so you gotta say it's some things that they're gonna clean up. I think they're gonna clean up. I think it's gonna be. Um, I think we're gonna have a, a lot more production from our offense. Uh, I just really think they're gonna spread the ball around a lot better. Uh, we're gonna get Jeff Thomas and Mike Hartley in the game a little bit more. Um, I think we had a chance, man. I think we're gonna have a good season. I think- I think they need to start him off too with a little short passes uh, to get his confidence back. If not, he can do a, a few rollouts so he can get outside the pocket and he ain't got to take them sacks. Because other than that, that that's going that will come back to hunt you. But it depends on the um, on the game. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And um, but when we when we look at this young quarterback and a new offense, new offense coordinator from Alabama, um, I, I I love what I saw early in the game when we were moving around because last year we just did not move around at all. We didn't have any kind of motion. We were just stuck in one place all the time. We actually, at some points in the game, we went to a no-back set. We actually played in a... Um, uh, um, uh, what a running back is in a shotgun, Wildcat. That was a good formation for us. I think our I, I running back had some good runs off of that. So I, I saw a lot of things that I liked, and I think that we, um, we, if we can clean up some things with our schedule, like I kept harping on earlier, you know, our schedule's not the toughest schedule out there. So we, we got a chance to um, to do some things. Hey, but uh, I, I know you don't really want to talk about no Hurricanes, man, if FSU ain't had a game yet. But what do you think about this Andrew Lux thing, though? How do you feel about that, um, uh, Damon? Actually, um, I'm not hating on him because of that, because you got to go look at um, the history. A lot of players that play beyond their time, you look at them now, they all hurt and going through that CTE, uh, you know, with the brain. Yeah. And right now, you're a better judge, uh, you're a better judge of your body than anybody else. So, and to boot, he kept his, uh, he kept his bonus. So I'm not mad at all with him. Now, everybody's, you know, still asking NFL, man. Can you help me? I'm going, I'm, you know, they having problems, you know, from injuries or whatnot. And they're not going to bat for them. So you got to go to bat for yourself. And like, like I said, I was talking, uh, talking to, uh, I was talking, I was looking at a radio station today, uh, a TV show. They said, had that been a running back, it, he wouldn't have got a bonus. He wouldn't have no, got, got, got on a perk. Yeah. So you got to look out for yourself when you're towards the end of your career. Well, just your career in general. Man, but you know, but when, you look, 
Yeah. And when we look at his injuries, though, man, I mean, this guy, these are not just you no know, regular, regular injuries. Um, uh, torn cartilage in his ribs. That sounds painful. I mean, that, 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 I've never had that, but I've had bruised ribs and a bruised hip. Uh, those things are painful, man. They're painful to breathe. Don't cough or laugh or do something suddenly. Man, feel like somebody's sticking you with, uh, hitting you with a sledgehammer, man. You know, partially torn abdomen. Abdo abdomen. Come on, man. I mean, you, your stomach muscle is partially torn. You know, lacerated kidney. Come on, man. They wow. sound painful. I'm, I'm telling you, man, this. these things sound painful. At least one concussion. So that means he probably has six, you know. And that's just in the pros. And these are not even not the injuries that he dealt with in college that we never knew anything about. Torn Libram in his throwing shoulder. That sounds painful, man. You know, and, and then the last one, a mysterious calf ankle injury that led to his retirement. You know, and, and really, they're not even saying what this is. So, and why, why, would, why would we think he should go back and suffer another injury that could be his last injury, the one that really have him walking out in a wheelchair in two years. You know, it's just not working. And I, I know he had to look at it like that and say, hey, you know. Listen, I think he has a law degree, too, or something like that. So he already got everything intact, man. But that's peer pressure if he went back out. Charles Barkley was saying, oh, yeah, in a year you'll feel fine, but when you get out there, you won't be fine because if after taking those hits, man, you can you can forget about it. I don't think we'll ever see but, Andrew Luck again on um on a field in the NFL. I just think his days are are just are just over. They leave it at that. Yeah, I think I think he, he's gone. I, I, you know, the days of Andrew Luck are, are over. And now, um, what I really feel kind of bad for him because he said he felt awful that um, that the fans were booing him and and um, saying bad things about him. You know, um, well, he's just a nice guy, then. You know, because you know they, they did it to make him feel better. Peer pressure, man. But who does like it was said today? And then on about Rob Gronkowski, but he went out as he went out on top. He won the Super Bowl, but now Andrew Luck got booed. Same thing, both of them want to go out, but they're not the first ones to go out when they're, um, you know, pretty much in their prime. You know, you have a lot of them that go like seven years and they, they're done. They had enough. They lived a dream, but you know, uh, it's the fans. Hey, the fans, and you know, some some um, uh, former, or I think I read where some retired players said that uh, Andrew Luck left them in a in a bad way. It's like too close to the start of the season. He should have did this um, three weeks ago, two weeks ago. He shouldn't be doing this now, you know. Um, but you know, Andrew Luck was doing everything he could to make this decision, and I'm sure this decision was wearing on him. This is not something that he just woke up 
um, yesterday and say, hey, I'm going to retire. Or, or, or he thought about it on Friday and said, hey, this is it. You know, this was not, this is something that's probably been wearing on him since, since the end of last year when he couldn't play because he was injured. And then he comes into this training camp and he's still injured with a mysterious injury that they couldn't necessarily pinpoint. So I think Andrew it's Luck like has made a try. good decision. Yeah, it's not like he didn't try. It's not like he didn't try. And, um, and we and we see we see the effects of um of of some of these injuries to athletes, you know. Um, and and man, I think I think Andrew Luck is doing the right thing by leaving because we've seen some guys um, leave and they can they can barely walk and talk, you know. Can man, you imagine? Even you can. Yeah, I was talking to a guy. Some people just don't understand why athletes get paid the money that they get paid, and I was telling him. You know, you, you remember Earl Campbell playing. He said, oh, yeah, I remember Earl Campbell playing. I said, can you imagine having a conversation with Earl Campbell now and asking him to get up and walk to the door? You know, that guy has to have help probably just to stand up, you know, because he took some serious, serious punishment in the game that he played and loved and didn't get paid nearly as much as these get these guys get paid. Probably didn't get paid one-tenth of what these guys get paid now. So, um I applaud Andrew Luck for um, being man enough to make this decision because it's a lot of people, they get talked into doing things, peer pressure, and um, get talked into doing things that they're not really ready for or they should be doing, shouldn't be doing. So I applaud you, Andrew. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And, and, and what, what do you think this leaves the, the Colts? I, I say the Colts are in the same position they were at the start at the end of last season. He didn't play in the last season. And guess what? Uh, Jacoby Brousset has been pretty much taking all the snaps in this offseason and in the preseason because Andrew Luck has been injured. So now I, it's, it's up to see how Jacoby Brousset handles handles this situation. Is he going to be able to, to, um, to, 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 to make a couple of hundred million dollars or make $50 million from this this opportunity he's had falling into his lap. This will be his year. Now, his he, he wasn't a bad quarterback. He just, now he got he got better uh, weapons around him. Yep. So, hey, Damon, we got to get out of here, man. Hey, tell him we got 15 seconds. Hey, don't be a stranger, man. Give us a call next week so we can talk some more Sports Info UM right. on VoiceAmerica.com. We'll be back next week with more Sports Info from around the world. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.